For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Our chat system connects the Newcastle community with its public forums for supporters globally, as well as private chats with your mates. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. Radio, we have an emergency podcast for you. The Premier League is back, ladies and gentlemen. We are oh, yeah. so excited about it. Sports, life without sports, is it life? Mm. I, don't, I don't think so. Not, not I. So we're giving you an all-exclusive podcast for the people, by the people, to talk to you about what's going to happen in the Premier League now. And we're mm. going to take you through our general thoughts of of. I said Premier League restart, Project Restart, and then uh, we're going to also take you through the rest of Newcastle United season and what Wait, that Greg. should look like. It's Project Restarted now. Whoa, and that voice should not be unfamiliar to you, but if it is, it's the best damn co-host in the land, Elijah Newsom. Yeah, uh, I'm here. Shout out to the people who refer to me as to that. Wait, refer to me as that on Twitter. Like oh yeah, I like, saw oh. that. Like, so that yes. that's happened. So let's get more of that going. All right. Yeah, you should um, change so, your name yeah. on Twitter to the best damn co-host in the land. Yeah, but then my normal followers would be like, "What the hell?" So, but hey, <laughs> no, maybe they should Wait, listen to the podcast. Your normal followers, what? Yeah, like my non-Newcastle followers. <laughs> Newcastle fans are their own special category of followers. Yeah, I think all of us would agree to that. Yeah, I would. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, check me out. Check out Greg. Follow him on Twitter because he forgot to plug his Twitter again. Um, yep. At NUFC underscore Greg. Follow me at Elijah underscore Newsome. Follow the podcast account at CHN underscore radio. And follow the main account at Coming Home NUFC. And like us on Facebook. Shout out to Graham who's made the Facebook active again. There's some He's posting some great discussions. So I know that it's not as big amongst us in the States, Facebook. But in the UK, apparently, it is massive still so shout out to y'all um but yeah greg i'm excited to be here oh check out the site duh um false nines posted uh they dropped an episode today i well wait yesterday when you're listening to this and then i wrote about the premier league restart and i'm sure graham is going to have something up by by now or andy or someone so yeah and graham was on the false nines so graham was on the false nines i need to listen to that apparently it was a really good discussion yeah. they broke down uh, all the managerial candidates for newcastle and which ones make sense which one don't which ones yeah. don't so yeah that's that's my info dump let's talk about some uh footy let's not let's talk oh. about some potty so i want to oh, give a shout okay. out to al arpa uh gave us a five-star review oh last week and said our local heroes, great pod, especially for those of us who are magpies at large in the United States. Mm. Shout out Shout to out you. Shout out to you, Al. Um, and then to T Nasty on the track, <laughs> um, who also gave a five-star <laughs> review, 
said, decent pod, missed the question guy from last year. I think I know who T Nasty is now. <laughs> well, tell the question guy to submit questions. He still <laughs> asks for questions. <laughs> That's and all then, the questions guy's fault. And then he said, uh, love coming home. Love coming home to this Newcastle podcast. The hosts are world class. So we appreciate those five star submissions. Keep them coming, y'all. Um, the more five stars we get, the closer we are going to get to announcing another wonderful giveaway. And it's going to be bigger and it's going to be better. Yeah. And, and to the people who are saying they want the questions guy back, go tweet out the questions guy. Tell him to get on his, his get on his ass, get off his ass and yeah. submit some questions. Yeah. 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 I mean, his, just... his Twitter is at Trevor Mooney 12. <laughs> go. In case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he nasty tweet. At yeah, Trevor Mooney 12. T nasty on the track. Um, okay, so now let's talk footy. Okay. And the Premier League is back. And we mm. could not be more excited about this. So news broke on Thursday afternoon that the 2019-2020 Premier League season is coming back on Wednesday, June 17th. Um, that day we'll see four teams uh, who have played one game less complete their game in hand. And then that following weekend will be everybody will be on the same page. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday will be games. Oh, and the following Wednesday. So it's literally, Oh wait, no, no. And yes. every single day, it's every day. Be Cause they have the Thursday, the two games on Thursday. Woo! Yeah, that's going to be it's, electric. It's, it's about to be like for people, it's going to be one of those things where this is the moment where Americans start caring about soccer because we're already seeing it. There's already people who just never watched anything, any football in their life that are now watching the Bundesliga, that are now weighing in with their takes up on crowd noise and all that kind of stuff. And now every single day, like starting mid-June, you're going to get either Premier League soccer or Serie A soccer or Bundesliga soccer that's going to be available for you to watch easily. And then potentially La Liga soccer as well. So like, it, that's going to be the only thing on. Like, it seems like none of the American sports leagues, shout out NWSL and NHL, they've gotten their stuff together. But no one oh. else can seem to come to an agreement on when to play sports. So, yeah, soccer's all you got. Soccer and hockey. Yeah. The games, all the games will be televised and shared across multiple platforms. I think it's Sky, it's BT Sport, it's Amazon Prime is going to show them. Mm-hmm. Um, BBC NBC, will show obviously. them. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Scott, yeah. Be out. Q will show them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe not though. <laughs> no. Be out. Q won't be showing them because <laughs> be out. Q doesn't exist anymore. All right. <laughs> um, so it will be six weekend matches and then three midweek matches. That's how the teams will have their games played. Uh, the season will be commencing on August first, um, and we're going to actually. So on Friday uh, today, if you're listening to this on a Friday. Uh, we're going to hear a confirmation on the FA Cup and how that's going to play out. And we'll talk about that a little bit we later. We heard some rumors. Yeah. There, well, there's someone who's rumored an end date for the FA Cup. But no, oh, yeah. Tell me that. Say. I haven't heard that one yet. Um, I Okay. I got to pull up his name real quick because I sent this tweet to – I sent this tweet to the Slack, I think. Um, but anyway, basically someone said – and I'm pulling up his name. Ian Dennis for the BBC. Mm-hmm. Um says that the FA will pronounce proposed dates for the, uh, the cup tomorrow um, for, for the FA cup today, when this podcast drops quarterfinals, semis in the FA cup final, the finals likely to be the first of August. And then I want to say it was the telegraph who initially broke this story 
they said it could be August 8th. So one of those two weekends, those are also the both the two, those weekends are both when the Premier League could potentially conclude. So I think they're kind of dependent on each other. Um, anyway, that yeah. that's, that's what I've got so far. And I'm sure by the time this comes out, we'll know when the quarterfinals will be and, you know, when Newcastle will be playing at Wembley. Yeah, of course. Um, so just one more thing on the restart side is where the games are going to be played. Um, it, some people are saying that all clubs will play some games at their own ground. Um, like, and I, I'm, I'm not sure where these sources are coming from. I've seen it, a couple of people do that, but the times reported that Liverpool won't play at Anfield. Uh, due to security concerns, they say. So I'm not sure. I mean, if the security concerns are like fan related, then I'd be surprised if they're playing in Newcastle. Also, yeah. um, so we, we stay tuned with that. Um, one question one. for you mm-hmm. is regarding Newcastle United season tickets. It oh. is officially confirmed that there will be no more matches with fans. Yet there's one club that is still charging for season tickets. What's your thoughts on that, Elijah? Um, I'm guessing that one club is holding off because a great PR play is once you buy the club is to refund fan season tickets, which already was something that um, that we've heard from George Calkin. Uh, he he said that that's one of the moves that they're gonna they're gonna likely do and unfurlough people, all that kind of stuff. Actually, I think you just said they were on furlough. But either way, it's a great PR play if you're a new owner of a club to be like, hey, guys, the first thing we're going to do is unfurlough all the workers and we're going to refund all these season ticket members. And to be honest, like, Mike Ashley probably doesn't care what he looks like exiting Newcastle United because he's made his money. His sports direct will still exist. People will buy from it still. So, yeah, I mean, that's my thoughts. I think that it's it's going to eventually be announced that people get their, their money back. Um, that is an assumption based on the fact that I'm assuming that this takeover will um, be announced before June 17th. Now, if we get to June 17th, June 20th, and, you know, that week of, and it hasn't been announced yet, then I'm sure Mike Ashley and Newcastle would do the right thing. But then again, you can never be too sure with uh, Mike Ashley. No, you can't. So I have, I have more questions for you now, and, and we'll, we'll get into just general thoughts hmm. about uh, – project restarted um and we'll, we'll hold the newcastle predictions because we're going to do that right after the break but so for now let's talk about i guess our general predictions of or or just thoughts about the rest of the season how it's going to play out so i'll leave it i'll open the floor to you first elijah go for it how do i think the rest of the season is going to play out just general thoughts um i think the first thing I noticed, and as you know, both of us are avid Bundesliga uh, fans now. Um, now I say because it's the only one. Um, but uh, one thing I've noticed, and we talked about this the last pod I want to say, or maybe the pod before that, is the quality of play has just been a little bit worse off than people remember because there's been such a break. And um, that has yielded some really interesting results uh we saw Wolfsburg just beat Leverkusen for nothing and we're talking about uh, Leverkusen who has a guy who's bagged in like 20 something goals RB Leipzig hasn't looked great um Dortmund's had have been they've been on the edge a little bit so you've seen a lot of top teams play not to the best of their ability and a lot of 
you know, teams that were typically at the bottom or teams that are mid-table, like Hertha Berlin has put in some amazing performances. And um, guys like um, – jeez, and sorry. And teams like Werder Bremen are, are picking up points when they literally cannot score goals. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the Premier League and what that looks like. It's it's very possible Newcastle get lucky in their first two matches and pick up six points and secure safety. It's also very possible that Newcastle struggle and other teams get really hot. Maybe Southampton comes in super hot. So I think that's one thing to consider when we when all of this is kind of restarted is like it's going to be a bit unpredictable for the first couple of weeks. And I'm sure things will sort of return to normalcy a couple of weeks in. But even then with the Bundesliga, it still seems like matches are still all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, that's, that's an interesting part because it's kind of a, it's kind of a wild card in these matches now without fans. There's a lot of distractions that completely go out the window. I know Elijah and I were talking about this before, but like Jolinton doesn't have to feel the pressure of his fans. There's plenty of strikers. We can go around the league of strikers that are in that were in slumps or like relax, react poorly to fan aggression um, <laughs> that are, aren't going to have that anymore. And athletes yeah. typically have a pretty strong mental mind. Uh, and it's like, it takes thousands of fans to put them over the edge. So the fact that they're going to be able to focus in uh, could be a huge advantage to strikers in that position. Um, and then there's like, you know, if, if you're playing like a Newcastle style of play, and you're just wearing the team down, and there's nothing that uh, an opposing crowd could do to encourage that team more. There's plenty of advantages and disadvantages to mm. to every club, to every side of this, which can make would, it really interesting watching. It's interesting because I would also argue that I, from what I've seen so far in the Bundesliga, now again, completely different league, completely different standards of defending, the teams that have made their mark, um, you know, dropping back and defending have actually not fared well. Um, Like if you look at Schalke, Schalke has been God awful since they've, since we've been back and they pretty much play almost the exact same style of Newcastle. And it's like, they've had to rely heavily on their midfield and their forwards who just aren't as dynamic as, you know, maybe the forwards we have here to create all of their chances. And it hasn't really gone well for them. But on the other hand, Werder Bremen, they also sit back. And they've just been able to wear teams down, and so it could work. It could work either way, and that's I think that's going to be just so so interesting to see. And you know, maybe we'll see Joel Linton bag in five goals over nine games or something absurd like that, or ASM and Almiron get going, and you can kind of see, you know, in that that's that's good for them, all of them, if they're bagging in goals because then you get that monkey off your back, you can go into next season, and you know, you have a, a decent squad now. Yeah. Um, another. Actually, well, now I want to get into Newcastle stuff. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, yeah, I, I mentioned this to Greg off air, but I mean, it'd just be really funny if Liverpool just didn't win a game. <laughs> they just like lost nine games, just lost the title, and they lost the title to Man City. That'd just be, I mean, it'd be funny. Um, but it is. I will say this. Uh, just in kind of a seg, a seg you a segue into Newcastle stuff. Um, just looking at the the training videos and everyone seems to be in good, good spirits. And it seems like players showed up fit, which is like the one thing that I was very worried about is that like, when you're not in con- when you're not constantly being conditioned um, and you're not always running and stuff, it's, it's hard to, to stay match ready and match fit. And we've seen that with players. So, I mean, it's good that at least in the eyes of Steve Bruce, these guys have yeah. come back 
in shape and, and ready to go. So that's been good. And it's also been good to, to see the training videos where guys who don't score in games continue to score. We're looking at you, Yoshinori Muto, who, who scored. And also uh, Emil Kraft, who also scored. So shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to then talk about Newcastle United, and we're going to predict – we're going to go through each game mm. and see uh, – I guess people hate when I say game. I've gotten match. that feedback at each match. Um, I'll less Americanize it for some. Uh, so we'll go through each match. We'll predict what we think is going to happen in, in like a neutral venue, and we'll give our thoughts. So we'll do that right after this break. For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Don't settle for an old Gmail address. Show your true colours with your personalised at ToonArmy.com email address to use in-app or on the web. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. All right. I'm starting with trivia. Elijah, oh. what was the last match Newcastle United played? <laughs> what was the last match? Oh, we played Southampton. 1-0 win in yes. which Matt Ritchie missed the penalty. And Newcastle have still not converted a penalty since they've been back in the Premier League. I don't think. So, do, you, um, do you know who scored? Uh, Alan St. Maximin. Oh, yeah. You're good. Because he did there. the... He did the 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 baby. Hey, back then the baby was still nah, relevant. He didn't do that for that one. Oh well, he did that for the the match before, right? He did it in the FA Cup. The yeah. baby against Oxford. Yeah. Well, now the baby's not relevant anymore. He, well, yeah, he needs to stop hitting like random people and women. That that would help. That, yeah, that'd I mean, be a good yeah. place to start. It's been a, it's been a rough three months for the baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. Let's not talk about the baby. Let's talk about the Newcastle. And mm, nice segue. <laughs> and the, our first match. It, it's so funny because doing this now, it's like, like you're like, it's like a brand new season almost. Like we're like, oh yeah. we, wow, like game. Like what is this? <laughs> let's not matches let's, on the schedule. Like what's going on? For for um, like the for the sake of Newcastle fans ever, let's hope it doesn't go like any of our other season previews. Where we start off the season previewing in Newcastle and Newcastle go on to lose like their first four <laughs> games. So let's not do that. Let's treat it as if it's a restart. Yeah. And we're just picking up steam from picking That's up true. From where we That's left true. off. Just doing a little mid season <laughs> review. So we'll start with Sheffield United, which is going to be our first match. Um, remember, all these are neutral, so it doesn't matter. We'll be wearing our home kits for that match, but it is neutral venue. Who knows where it will be? Uh, last I hope match. they pump in crowd noise. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd um, love to hear some like they're accidentally pumping like an F Mike Ashley chant. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be insane. Um, that last time we played Sheffield, we had St. Maximin score and John Joe Shelby score. We beat them two nothing. It was, I believe, it was ASM's first goal. For the it club. was, and that um, was the the infamous John Joe Shelby offside cheeky goal. Yep, that yep. Sheffield fans were complaining about, but was hilarious. Yeah. So, what do you think there? How um, do you think that's going to go? Yeah. So, uh, I think the important thing to recognize here is that Sheffield play Wednesday. They're one of the teams that play um, early, so they're actually going to be a little bit. It's either going to be either going to be like when less, you said less, when you said they play Wednesday, I was like, wait. Like they're playing Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I was, I was so that, confused. That would I was be like, something. Are we having a like a cross division derby or something? We, <laughs> they've 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 created the new English Cup for it's called the COVID nineteen. <laughs> the Cup. Sheffield Cup. We'll call it. <laughs> um, but but yeah, no. So they play Wednesday um, away, I guess, to Aston Villa, uh, which is a game I guess you can kind of 
rest some guys for. But either way, they're either going to be less rested than us or significantly more tired than Newcastle. So I actually could see Newcastle sneaking away here with a win, but my gut is telling me it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm actually Wait. going to – By the way, I'm going to write these down so we know what oh, our final yes. results are going to be. Um, good, good idea. Uh, so I'm going, I'm going two nothing win here. I think uh, pound for pound, uh, Newcastle is a better team than them, and I think we're going to overwhelm them attacking. Uh, we're That's not going to be bold claim, by the way. I mean, because Sheffield is like fighting for a Europa League spot. I so. know. <laughs> we're, we're we're taking fans out of this, um, and I think. I think we're. I think we have better players than them. Sim- simply, like our. I think our defense is better than them, and our attacking is better than them. Midfield, average, even. So I, I would think, say. I think we is, win two nothing. Now this is a. This is now a new derby. We gotta hope uh, Sheffield stays in the prem because this will be the Saudi derby, the oil derby, the uh, the MBS derby. Um, so just know that like whoever wins this. Is is going to be is going to win the hearts of all the Saudi Arabian fans out <laughs> there. there. So, yeah, Next. and it will be Newcastle because, of course, we will cheat and force the Sheffield United people to to lose mm. because that's yeah. what everyone is saying is going to happen. NBS could just tell Sheffield to, to give us six points every year. Yeah. So yeah, thanks, thanks Sheffield. Um, next one is Aston Villa. Uh, they're not doing well. Oh, I guess we should tell, like, say where, like. We're 13th right teams. now at 35 points. Yeah, and where's Sheffield? Sheffield is at in so seventh place. Six. Oh, I was close. Seventh with 43 points. Um, and then Aston Villa is in 19th with 25 points. And if you didn't hear Elijah, we're in 13th with 35 points. So next match, Aston Villa. Last time we face off against the Villa. Um you know, it went well. We won 2-0. I mean, we, oh, sorry, it didn't go well. We lost. It was extremely embarrassing. Uh, we lost 2 nothing. El Ghazi and Horahan scored in, like, a few minutes of each other. Um, it was, like, that was, like, the probably the worst part of the season because then we're expecting – we were on a big run, and then they beat us, and then uh, we had Man City next. <laughs> mm. And we ended up drawing Man City, so everything was quickly – Rebounded. But uh, what, what are your thoughts like here? A rough stretch. It seems like everything went well, and that was a blip on the radar. And then things went back to yeah. But it's okay. just like we had, like we should was, have easily won, and we did. It would have been some great momentum. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like how we started off decent, and then we played Norwich and lost three nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, what's your thoughts here? Uh, so, I, I think this could be a win for Newcastle. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. If you look at just team to team um, outside of Jack Grealish, which again would love to have Jack Grealish on our on our team, I, I just don't see Villa having uh, players to to beat us. And even in that last match, um, like some of their better players were non factors. So yeah, I, I would I would I would say we can pick up three three points here. Uh, I'm going to go two nil win for us there. I'm going one zero win. Same thing as before. I think pound for pound, we're better than them and. I think we went on a neutral field. So Greg right now is saying that Newcastle six is points. safe after two two games, two matches. Yeah. Sorry for the the Brits out there and the South I, Africans. It's going to get even better because we're playing Burnmouth. Okay. Next, who are in 18th on 27 points. And last time we played 
the worst. Did we say they're the worst mascot? The cherries. Gotta be. Um. Yes, but West Brom also has the boiler. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they're not in the prem right now, so it doesn't count. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, But yeah, the cherries is the worst mascot out of all the teams. So we had we had a two one win against them. Yedlin and Kieran Clark with the goals. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, And you know. Like, we're, we're playing better than them. Um, I think Burnmouth isn't a relegated team. So I'm taking a draw here. I'm going to say it's going to be a high-scoring draw, 2-2. That's um, exactly what I was going to say, too. Uh, I was going to say 2-2 draw I'm taking well. seven points from our, first, from our first three matches I'm taking. Which, for me, update for me, that's when we get safe is after three matches. Again, Newcastle could lose all of these as well. Um <laughs> Thanks, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just still I'm being a realist here. I mean, Newcastle could lose all of these, but yeah. anyway, next one against West Ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Ham sits in where in the table? They're they in 16 at 27 yeah. points. Same as same level with points as Burnmouth. West Ham is definitely a club I can see getting relegated, um, and I am predicting that they're going to end up relegated after this. So. When we played West Ham, it was actually a great match. We beat them three to two. Kieran Clark, Fernandez, and Shelby scored. Valbuena and Snodgrass uh, got the goals here. But if you remember, Snodgrass got torched <laughs> all game long, um, and they're they're not going to be able to to bench him. And I think I, I think ASM and I think Amaran do the same thing, and they destroy West Ham. West Ham's going to crumble. I think. I like I. I swear I'm trying not to be super optimistic, but Newcastle wins this one 3 nothing. And and for the record, I would say before all this happens, if you go back and listen to our, our like way back when we had previews and reviews, these were things that Greg and I mentioned is that we had we had a stretch of games in which it was very, very feasible for Newcastle to 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 pick up the enough points to guarantee safety. So it's not just like us looking at things through rosy colored rose-colored goggles, I think we've held this sentiment, especially in the form Newcastle were in at the time, that Newcastle could definitely, you know, we actually thought they would have already achieved safety at this point, but, you know, yeah. then again. So I will go with a loss. I think this is going to be the loss during this 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 pandemic games um, that we're going to be like, how did we lose this? How did we lose this? It's just going to be a weird one. I mean, it's kind of like what happened to Leverkusen and Wolfsburg. It's like, how did we lose this? Like, it's not like Wolfsburg's a, a bad team. They're not. They're definitely not in the same position as uh, as West Ham. But it's just, it's just going to be a weird match. I just have a feeling. So I'm just going to go with my gut here and say this is going to be our loss. I also feel bad for not saying we're going to lose yet because again, we do, we do lose a lot. So um, it's it's fair yeah. to say we should lose a, a couple of these. Um, next match against Man City. They are in second place in the table with 57 points. Um, last time we played Man City, it was a 2-2 draw. Um, the goal, the goals came from Jetro Willems and John Joe Shelby. Um, Sterling and Debring scored the other two. Debring? Um, yeah, I definitely butchered that one. That was my bad. <laughs> De Bruyne. Uh, yeah. So uh, this one doesn't go well for Newcastle. Uh, I think neutral site. I'm looking at like the pound for pound comparisons of our this third time I've mentioned it. Don't look um, at the pound for pound comparison. And it's not good. So I, I think Newcastle gets pretty humiliated here. I'm going to 
take like a four nothing loss. I, I would I would go the same exact. I was thinking four nothing. There's another one of these that we're going to get humiliated. It's also no, sure. it also could be one nothing if our defense is just on fire. But uh, you, typically we need that like support to help out here. So yeah, uh, in the in that. the last you know last few minutes of the match, um, definitely. So we'll see. But also things to consider. Um, you know, it could be a match in which Man City rotates. Um, because they could still be in the FA Cup, and they might want to win that. Um, so that's something to to consider as well. It could be a midweek match. It, I mean, there's a lot we don't, we really don't know much about like what the actual scheduling is. And to be fair, it doesn't seem like the Premier League has really hashed out a definite schedule for uh, each for what each week's going to look like. Because again, it's also dependent on the FA Cup. Um, so. Yeah, um, like you said, it could be a one 0 loss. It could be a one 0 win. It could be a four 0 loss. Who knows? Um, so yeah, let's. I, I will also go four 0 loss. By the way, yeah. for the record, so let's oh. keep it moving. All right, next one is Watford. Uh, Watford also with twenty seven points. They're in seventeenth place. Um, last time we played Watford, uh, I'm, I for, completely forget the match. I have to look it up. Oh, it was a draw. One one. Hughes scored in the second minute and then Cher in the 41st. Um, this is a tough one for me. I'm going to go – I'm literally guessing at this point. I'm going to say we're safe. The team's a little not as motivated. The, the takeover's been announced. 2-1 uh, loss for Newcastle. Yeah, um, for me it seems like we were be on a two-game losing streak. So I'm going to go with a 2-1 win. Um I think that this is a, a turnaround point for the lads before they get absolutely brutally battered. But I'm, I'm sure we play Liverpool in the next couple of matches. I want to say that's our second to last match. So build up some momentum before that. But also one thing of note, and I don't know if this is a, I mean, you credit this to Rafa, maybe credit this to the team, but Newcastle tend to close out seasons pretty well. Um, since we've been back in the, the Premier League. If you look at our form at the end of seasons, and also the form at the beginning of the season has consistently been brutal. But the end of season, like last five games, we've actually fared pretty well the past couple seasons. So this could be another one of those where, hey, maybe uh, we, we come away with a couple wins to, to end the season. Yeah. Next match, Spurs. They're in eighth place on 41 points. Um, they are, if you remember well, – as Elijah's reference, our awful start to the season. Well, Spurs was our first win, and it was Jolinton, one nothing. Um, if you remember that, that was so long ago. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I don't. I I think it's going to be the opposite here for Newcastle. I think Spurs are going to do well uh, in in this situation. Um, so I'm going one nothing Spurs. Yeah, this would be an interesting one. Um, I think it could be close. Um, but then again, I think um, under Mourinho, it's been weird with Spurs. Um, I feel like they've been a bit inconsistent. Um, and I could see Spurs, you know, having a dud here and potentially not scoring at all. Um, but again, when you look at it head to toe, quality to quality, it's going to be, I would be shocked unless there's some sort of injury if, you know, the likes of Son and Delhi and, and Kane don't score. And we have given Spurs trouble in the past. They really don't tend to beat us 4-0, 5-0, like Man City or, or, or Liverpool. So it is possible to slow these guys down. It's possible that those guys are all off their mark. But, again, we've heavily relied on crowd support, all that kind of stuff. So I think here I'll, I'll go a 1-0 loss as well. Okay. Uh, the next one is Brighton. 
I just like Brighton is like a a fly at a barbecue. Like that's that's how I look at Brighton. Okay, uh, they annoy me. We had a zero zero draw with them last time, and Brighton currently sit in fifteenth on twenty nine points. Um, Newcastle win one 0 and the goal go- score. And I'm going to predict a goal score. We're going to come back to this, and I'm going to be right. The goal score. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Sean Longstaff. I wrote that down. So, <laughs> yes, we'll have to consult the notebook. I'm going to go with uh, a win here as well. Um, this will be an interesting one. I, I I think that Brighton will either be some because we're getting to the end of the season, so they will either be like there will be enough of a gap in the relegation zone so that they've cemented themselves as like mid table or they've just been relegated. It's going to be one or the other. Um, I don't think they're going to be in a relegation scrap. I think that the first couple matches are going to really be key matches for the relegation lies and who's in that scrap. Because I do think that like, like I said earlier, it's going to be weird wonky first couple uh, of matches. So you could see the relegation zone be, you know, we could be, 12 points clear the relegation zone just by get actually, I don't think that's mathematically possible, but just by getting a couple draws instead of having to win. Um, so I don't know. It could be that the relegation three have already been set by this point. So I don't know. So I'm going to go with a win here. I'm going to go two no win. Um, we're confident. We're a confident little podcast here. I mean, I've predicted three <laughs> losses in nine matches, which and a couple draws, and this is my third win. So I don't know. I don't I'm think we'll win enough. More wins than you. <laughs> um, um, yeah, you've got one more win than me. Okay, four. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last one. Liverpool. Yeah. We lost 3 1 against them last time. Willems with a banger. That's all he does. Uh, mm-hmm. Scores bangers. And then it's going to be interesting because the title probably won't be on the line, but you know, who knows? They could go 0 8, like we talked about up to this point. Uh, so it could already be won by this. Newcastle, what positions could Newcastle in if, be in if they do what we're saying? They're doing three or four wins, maybe a, throw a draw in there. Um, there. There could be something juicy on the line here. Uh, however, three to one, again, Liverpool wins. Yeah, I'd be shocked if we didn't beat Liverpool. And stranger things have happened at the end of the season, but we've never really had to play a, a – I, uh, Wow, how do I say this? We never really had to play the league winners. Um, but and it's it's gonna be a weird one too. I remember there's been a lot of Macams who were like saying Jordan, I think Jordan Henderson's the one that yeah, it's Jordan Henderson who played his hundred one. Um, they're gonna he's like, Oh, he's gonna be lifting the trophy in front of Newcastle fans. Well, he won't be lifting the trophy in front of Newcastle fans. So there you go. But I do think <laughs> it'll be just a formality and um, at this point, I don't really know what Newcastle could really play for. I mean, if I think after this, we should just predict where we think we're going to finish. I personally think Newcastle are going to be finished solidly in the mid-table. There's kind of nothing really worth playing for at this moment. And if I were Steve Bruce, I'd just, you know, tell the lads, go out there, have fun, whatever. At this point, you know, you're just trying to save yourself for next season, get excited, potentially new owners announced. And if not, then you've got um, Mike Ashley, like, you know, probably not going to spend any money. So, uh, you know, save yourselves and don't get injured, that kind of stuff. So I'm going to go with a 3-1 loss as well. Um, just don't see a reason for either team to really go all out. And I could see Liverpool playing youngsters, all that kind of stuff, us playing some youngsters. 
who knows? And which is something that we've asked for in the past that Rafa has just didn't do. Like, we were like, okay, we're solidly in 10th place. Rafa, maybe you should give some of these guys their debut and just didn't do that. And so I think if the Premier League adopts this five-sub rule, I think we can see some guys get their Premier League debuts and, you know, it'd be fun for everyone. But still, Liverpool, 3-1. Yeah. Um, my end-of-season prediction is Newcastle finish in 10th place on level with points with Arsenal. But Arsenal will get ninth due to goal difference. I'm going to say I'm going to yes. say twelfth for some reason. I just that, that feels right to me. Um, it would be a part of it is selfish because part of it is like if St. Bruce gets a top ten finish with this team, like it. I mean, it would be very cruel of the owners to didn't just immediately fire him. I, but I would like for him to immediately depart the club. Or, hey, maybe he can be a U23s coach. I mean, I, I don't care what he I – mean, I just don't want him running the first team. So I'm going to go 12th, uh, solidly mid-table, nothing inspiring, nothing worrisome that says, hey, we've got some decent depth in the squad. There could be some improvements to take us to that next level, chasing a Europa League spot. But, you know, 12th seems about right to me. And I think that some of the teams that have struggled um, under managers um, that have started to look better, like Arsenal and, and, and maybe Tottenham, um, that is starting to look a little bit better. Maybe they start to pull away a little bit, pick up some more points, and you know, maybe teams like Crystal Palace find some form, all that kind of stuff. But who knows? Twelfth for me. Yeah. Um, we're, let's we're, we'll leave off dissecting oh, the FA Cup wait, uh, simply because what? I didn't even add up the points to see what we'd finish with. Oh, we'll do that while I mention the FA Cup. Okay. Um, so we'll do that in our weekly next weekly podcast on Tuesday, uh, coming out on Wednesday, and because uh, things will be announced by then. And but just to, as a refresher, we'll have it will be Leicester City versus Chelsea, Newcastle versus Man, Man, Man City. Almost wow. Um, Sheffield United versus Arsenal and Norwich versus Man United. So that's the eight teams left. And it is just a one-off. Um, and then the semifinal is over two legs. I don't know if that will still be the same. One other last thing to note, the FA Cup is Miguel Almiron currently has four goals in the Cup, which is one away from the leaders who are no longer in the Cup. So one goal and Miguel Almiron will have the golden boot. Mm-hmm. will be holding the golden boot for the FA Cup. We'll see if that can last. That's um, insane. I, yeah, that'd be something. Is yeah. Miguel Amaron Golden Boot winner of the, of FA, the FA Cup? Cup. <laughs> yeah, so wow. he's one goal away from taking that top spot. They'd have to up his finishing in FIFA next year, then. <laughs> Maybe. Just just on that merit alone. Um, so where are we points wise? So uh, I've got forty six points from Newcastle, while you have forty eight. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's due to the fact that one of the matches that you said. Like, if you're looking at total wins, I'm pretty sure one of the matches you said would be a win, I said, was a draw or something. Yeah, the first yeah. match. So that's exactly how that worked out. But we've we've picked a lot of losses in different places. So it'll be interesting to see, come back to this and, and see what our predictions are. And then also, like, see if we contradict ourselves in the moment when we're doing these preview pods and review pods. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's guaranteed going to happen. Because, like, again. After we see our first one, we're going to have. Yeah, we're going to. It's going to be like, oh, <laughs> maybe it should be 40 points as our season total. Um, so, or it could yeah. be like, oh, yeah, we're winning nine games in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Um, all right. Well, Elijah, is there anything else that you would like to say before we depart this emergency special? 
Um, it'll be interesting to see which Premier League players play and which don't, um, considering that that really hasn't wasn't addressed during this. And there's still some players who have publicly declared they will not be playing or not going to training. Uh, Troy Deeney being kind of the most relevant one. Danny Rose seems like he's going to play. And also Danny Rose will apparently still be at Newcastle, which I didn't even know if that was going to be an issue. But I thought that FIFA kind of already said, like, you know, well, I guess they said work it amongst yourselves whether or not players finish their loans out at different places. So we'll see how that looks. Um, but it looks like Tottenham's going to be like, yeah, why not? They don't need them. And, I mean, I guess we kind of need them. So it looks like Danny Rose will finish the season with Newcastle. I'd imagine Valentino Lazaro and Ben Slip as well because Ben Slip hasn't been recalled yet. So we'll yeah. see. I'm excited that footy's back, and I mean, yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm it's excited. exciting stuff for sure, um, and we're we're really excited about just seeing the club we love play again. So mm. that will conclude this emergency podcast from CHN Radio. I'm your host Greg Troxel. That is the best damn coast in the land, and you are listening to the sweetest tunes of Coming Home Newcastle. We bid you farewell. We'll see you next next week, midweek, and away the last. Oh, hey, and maybe we'll see you next Monday when the takeover is announced. Love you guys. See you. To be a Geordie and to live in Geordie land. Some people think we're bawdy and we're hard to understand. And they say it's just self-pity and we're not so very tough. Cause the people in the big fat city haven't had it tough as rough. I'm coming home, Newcastle. You can keep your London wine. I've walked the streets all day. I'll meet for a bottle of the river time. I'm coming home. Newcastle, I wish I'd never been away. I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother saying, Hey, how we I'm coming home. And I miss the old blind busker who stands at Fenwick's door. He plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before. The Geordie heroes, there's so many famous names Like Lindisfarne in Gaza, Brendan Foster in the Gateshead Games I'm coming home, Newcastle, I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the cup again I'll brave the dog in St James's Park in the Gallagher's end in the rain I'm coming home, Newcastle, you can keep your London wine I'd walk the streets all day, I'll wait for a bottle of the river tide I'm coming home, Newcastle, I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother saying, hey, how we I'm coming home, Newcastle, I might as well have been in jail Walk the streets all day, I'll meet for a bottle of your own brown nail. I'm coming home, Newcastle. If you never win the cup again, I'll brave the dog in St. James's Park at the Gallagher's end in the rain. I'm coming home.